The Super Speedway Podcast is a Dream Bigger Media production. For news, photos, show notes, and information about advertising on the podcast, visit www.thesuperspeedway.com. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 180 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Wednesday, January 20th, 2021, James. It's 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, it's been a little over a month now, not a little longer it's been than... a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been, a, you know, it's a new year. Yeah. Um, it, it, we're out of that dreadful hell that was 2020. <laughs> right. And we're, we're trudging along into a new hell that is 2020. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Eric, I am, uh, I know it, like it's the off season. So, you know, we jump around a little bit, um, but what a historic day for us to be on this podcast. Um, you know, we've got so much going on outside of NASCAR. We've got, you know, big things happening, especially here in Michigan, across the nation, but here, especially here in Michigan, uh, we have a new leader, Eric. Yeah. Of the, of the Detroit football lions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you nice. didn't think I was going there, did you? Nice. Yes. No, I, did, I had yeah, no we, idea where you were going. You gave me a warning and beforehand, and I didn't know where you were going. It's official, uh, huh? It, yeah, Dan Campbell. Dan the Man Campbell. Huh. Detroit Lions. So, yeah, we are, uh, you know, we, we like to share our Bears-Lions rivalry on the podcast. And right. We just saw I had a recording on the day where uh, we introduced our new coach who has bigger biceps than uh, probably anybody besides The Rock. <laughs> so... Nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's so, what that's what uh, has consumed my attention. I don't know about you. So I know the, there's other things going on. But the Lions can suck under a whole new leader. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yep, everything's still going to be be sucked, sucked and terrible and awful. But you know, we got a new coach, which we do every two years. So today is a historic day for another reason. But I'm going to save it for the shout out. Oh yeah. yes. Good. I'm going to tease good. it. The tease. Oh, that's the radio tease. Yeah. Yeah. Find out why Eric is excited about 2021 <laughs> when we come back. There after you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's 2021. Uh, we've been, uh, you know, a month and a week or a month and a couple weeks since we've done a podcast. Figure we probably should get back together and do one before the, uh, the season starts because we're not too far away at this point. Yeah, it's creeping up on us, man. We're, we're inside 30 days now. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a little bit different thing today. Instead of just hitting the news items, we're going to kind of, we got a few topics we're going to discuss with some, uh, some subtopics with them and, uh, and just chat things up a little bit about some of the stuff that's happened over the off season. Um, James, let's just kick it off. Let's start with, oh, man. let's start with the one that was the topic, a, a major topic of conversation all through the 2020 season, um, starting during the pandemic and continuing on. Uh, despite the fact that he wasn't in NASCAR, and that's Kyle Larson. We got yeah, man. all kinds of Kyle Larson stuff. So Larson won his Wheel second man. Chili Bowl Nationals in a row um, last weekend, which was a pretty spectacular event. I paid the big bucks, got Flow Racing, watched every night of the prelims, um, a bunch of the Alphabet Soup on Saturday, and all of the finals on Saturday night. And uh, it was a good show. It's the first time I've ever watched Chili Bowl. Um, it was, that's uh, cool. It was good stuff. And Larson, Christopher Bell battling out uh, first and second coming to the checkers. Well, almost coming to the checkers. And then Bell hooked it and barrel rolled through the turn. And that oh, was the end of the night for him. Wild ride. <sighs> yeah, the, uh, the sphincter of every employee at Joe Gibbs Racing got real tight. <laughs> right. It is amazing <laughs> on that little tiny racetrack how much those suckers can fly. Yeah. And it seems like it's so soft. There's a, there's a slow motion video of his flip. I'm sure you've seen it yeah. uh, taken from the infield. And oh, man. This great shot, but it looks like it's so like gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's super violent. I'll tell you um, what, man, regardless. I want to, I want to do that. I want to run one of those midgets. Those things are so cool. And then the chili bowl, they don't have to, there's very few rules. It's basically an outlaw race. So they trim all kinds of weight and do all kinds of stuff that they couldn't do for the regular season uh, with them. So they're pretty tricked out machines. And, uh, you know, they, they can lighten some stuff because the speeds are a lot lower. They don't have to worry about the high impacts and stuff like that. And every one of those suckers is trick. And it was it was it was fun to watch. Um, Kyle Larson, man, just again, you know, the, the dirt thing. Yeah. He's just smoking everybody. 
And well, James, he's coming back to Cup. He'll he'll be in the five hundred. Yep. What do we think? I mean, is he going to come out? Is he going to take this momentum and come out on fire um, in the Hendrick car, or is he going to have to take some time to learn um, but, to get back where he was? Right. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I think you and I are going to get into this even more. I think, you know, we always do our preseason before Daytona episode um, and we'll do a bunch of picks that we'll get wrong uh, you right. know, <laughs> and, and do that thing. Um, but, you know, to give a little bit of that away, uh, I, I, I am unsure about Kyle just yet. But I think Hendrick being on the rise and his talent um, is going to take them very far. I, I really think he's going to come in there and he may he may it may take a year to become the best driver at, at that camp. But um, in the next year or two, he will be the best driver. And, and that's with the I, I say that with the cup champion uh, on that roster, he will be the class of that entire organization before it's too long. Interesting, because um, I, I think he's going to come back and and. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's he's overachieved in NASCAR Cup Series racing with what he had underneath the hood. Now he's got all the tools. Well, it's interesting that you say that, though, James, because you're you're saying he's going to bypass the the champ. But the champ has kind of been broadening his horizons and doing pretty well in other as well. He did run the Chili Bowl. He didn't make it into the into the main events. But, uh, um, you know, ran the Snowball Derby. He's running the the, um, 24 hours of Daytona. It's expanding its horizons. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting rivalry over there. I think between those two, um, man, I, I just I feel like the star, stars are aligning perfectly for Kyle Larson this year. Just yeah. in that, and, and I mean, even, that team is excelling or coming up right at the right time for him to come back with it, all yeah. of the the momentum he has. He's got to be coming in with confidence. Well, and you know what, too, Eric is what driver can you ever think of that's had a bigger carrot dangled in front of them to, to perform, right? You know, he's got, you know, Rick's Rick's back in the bill for this car. We haven't seen any sponsor announcements, paint scheme announcements. It's been very subdued. We know he's driving the five. We don't know what it's going to look like. We, we have an idea of the color scheme just based on merchandise, but that merchandise is number five. That's (laughs) there's no sponsor there. So yeah, um, it, it's just been very low key on the announcements. And I think Hendrick wants it that way because they're banking on this dude to just, he's going to make his name winning races and collecting trophies. And then he'll be fully, you know, fully back uh, when he gets to that point, when he starts doing that. And it just shows what Hendrick, the ability that Hendrick has to, to feel the car. I mean, we've seen it happen at Stuart Haas when, when Gene Haas wanted to bring uh, Kurt Busch in. Um, but you know, that's, that's what Hendrick's doing here is there. We've seen, like you said, we've seen the fire suit. We've seen the, his hauler and there's not a sponsor on anything except for oh, Hendrick cars.com <laughs> which is, that's just Rick Hendrick. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Rick signing the checks, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I was going to ask you too. I think we've got our answer, uh, between him and, and Chris Bell, uh, Chris Bell is the best midget racer in the world. Kyle Larson <laughs> may be the best dirt racer in the world yeah. uh, after that performance. I mean, Kyle Larson's year on dirt was just something spectacular. I mean, just absolutely spectacular. To cap it off with another Chili Bowl, um, you know, that guy, that guy, I know he went through a lot, but dude can drive, well, and the, that's not that has not changed. The one thing bit. to keep in mind with the Chili Bowl, too, is that, you know, Bell's got some wins in the Chili Bowl. He, he beat Larson in the Chili Bowl. But Larson, Larson in the Chili Bowl was like Dale Earnhardt in the Daytona 500. You know, yeah. Larson was there multiple times and would get a flat tire or blow an engine or whatever. Something would happen to keep him from winning that race. They, he had other wins lined up there that he didn't get because something went wrong. So now, yeah. now that that monkey's off of his back, you know, um, yeah, pile him up. I mean, just we've we've watched videos. I think we've talked about it here on the podcast of of you know, what Larson can do in a dirt car. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. you know, that's those two, that's a great dirt rivalry. I'll tell you watching those guys, especially in the midgets. Oh yeah. Between the two of them, they've, uh, they've claimed, you know, first and second or right next to each other for since what, 2017, they've, they've yeah. pretty much owned, they pretty much own that place. Yeah. Um, one other one that I wanted to point out and just jump on real quick here and, and just, um, give some credit to you in the, uh, in the Chili Bowl. There were a lot of cup, uh, drivers, a lot of NASCAR drivers, um, a lot of, people with NASCAR backgrounds running in the chili bowl this weekend, but Ricky Stenhouse jr. He was, he came up through, yeah. um, 
He can drive dirt cars. Yeah, he, he came up through and I mean he ran really really well and, and ran really smart races and for you know he, we call him Recky Recky Spinhouse for a reason but um, you know the kid's got some skill and it was really fun to watch him. I was rooting for him there in the Chili Bowl. Um, it's good to see Rico Abreu race and yep. I love Rico. Yeah, um, I was gonna bring him up because he got he that was kind of a um, you know underground sponsorship with Rowdy yeah. Energy and and you kind of wa- I kind of watched that happen on social media because I follow Rico. I'm so wondering. Do you think Rico. that was organic, James, or do you think that they it planned that? Seemed like it, I, it could be planned. If it, if it was planned, well done. Yeah. Uh, by Kyle Busch and Rico because that was. I thought that was well done and yeah. it kind of, it seemed organic to me for anybody who missed um, it. Rico basically was pleading with Kyle or, or suggesting that Kyle, Kyle Rowdy sponsors it. the car for the chili bowl. And Kyle jumped on it and said, Hey, send me Badass a looking race car too. Send me a design. And Rico sent him, you know, tweeted him a picture of what the car would look like. And Kyle said, sign me up. So um, I love it. Yeah. It was good stuff, I love it, man. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was – I'd like – okay, so full disclosure, I work in the marketing industry, and usually I have a pretty good sniff test for <laughs> stuff that's pretty fraudulent. And this seemed like it was pretty organic to me. Like this just kind of happened. Yeah. And, but Rico is such a wild dude. Um, that, I wouldn't put, you know, put it past Rico doing it. You know, I mean I wouldn't put oh, it past sure. it just putting the call out. Well, he tweeted out that he fired himself from his own racing yeah, team right? now. So I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he's – he's awesome, dude. I, I really – when he got into the truck series, I really had high hopes that he was going to sneak his way up to maybe the cup level at some point. I never expected him to light the world on fire. But, man, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a two-time champion of the Chili Bowl. So yeah. he, he knows how to get it done there. Yep. I was bummed when he uh, when he exited the truck series because he's, he's – well, He, he his went his ass over tea kettle once, too. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he has a good video of him wrecking and then just – fluids falling you know into his face as he's <laughs> hanging upside down oh man those guys are nuts it's just a bunch of crazy um back to kyle larson uh we found out uh earlier during the uh, off season about his new spotter uh chris monez and then <laughs> oh, very shortly yeah. thereafter chris monez was no longer kyle larson's spotter <laughs> yeah we have uh we have really great conversations with our, you know, we have our friend Todd and we've talked about many times on the podcast, shout out Todd. Um, but you know, we're always trying to one up each other with news and sharing stuff. And this was probably the most like ridiculous yeah. of, of the stuff that we were sharing back and forth because it got, <laughs> it got real, real fast for, for Chris. So I have been quite vocal on this podcast of my, I wouldn't say dislike with my annoyance of Nick Bromberg. Um, but man, credit to Nick Bromberg for being way better at, at, uh, HR work than, uh, than Hendrick Motorsports is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I was, was shocked. I was shocked. It just goes, I, it, we won't get into what all it was. I mean, you guys probably have read the story by now. It up. Yeah, you can find it, but it just it. goes to show you that you gotta be careful what you say on social media. Be careful what yeah. you do on social media, especially if you're in a public facing job yeah so tyler yeah, and Mon, it's not a tyler Mon yeah and it's not a larson <laughs> yeah th- congratulations tyler Mon. that's the opportunity <laughs> ha- taken right there uh but you know this wasn't a uh this wasn't a political thing either this was it was deeper than that yeah y- you you don't fire somebody over political leanings like like that if this was the, it, people can do the research on it. there's stories on it yeah um but yeah chris chris is out of the job tweeted tweeted that he got the job and what was it two or three days later yeah. out of a job so I don't know what he's doing now. Yeah, the background uh, didn't match up with uh, the previous suspension of the said driver. Oh, and that's, <laughs> the, thing, and that's the thing, too. You know what, Eric? You know, that's part of this, too, though. The stuff that Chris was sharing on social media, sure, that could have come up with any driver. Right. But when you get attached your name to Larson and all the baggage that's going to come with that, the fact that you were... Uh, tweeting what you're tweeting and you're now associating yourself with Kyle Larson just can't fly. You can't, yeah. can't do it. Got to be better than that. The Everybody's good news is, is the good news is, is thanks to this and uh, a lot of um, the happenings in the U S over the past few weeks. Um, we have, if anybody didn't know what uh, Kenny Wallace thinks of things, Oh my God. <laughs> now Wallace you do. Brothers. I'm telling <laughs> I have my campaign. You, you know it. I've been tweeting it. Save rusty. We yeah. cannot lose Rusty over right. what his brother's doing. Keep Rusty safe. We got to put him in a bubble. Right. Um, all right. We won't get into that. Uh, so Tony Kenny Stewart. Tony Stewart was in the news <laughs> last week. Um, yeah, man. He uh, So 
we'll talk about Tony Stewart here, but we'll relate him to Larson here to begin with. You know, a lot of people. I don't know where you're going to go with this, by the way, Eric, because I don't know if you ever responded to my message. Like, I, I sent you guys the article, and I think you must have been busy that day or something. Yeah, I was. Uh, okay, that's good. I'm, I'm excited to hear what you say. How, how angry he was or seemed in the article, you mean? Very angry he yeah. is. Very angry it was, it was very Tony Stewart. I mean, it was. And he was talking to AP. Was it Fryer that wrote the story? Fryer, yeah. Yeah, Fryer so of course to, he, yeah. he gets fired up when he's talking to Fryer anyway. And yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't mincing any words, but um, a lot of people criticized uh, or, or were kind of down on Stewart for not being able to pull off the Larson deal and getting get him in a Stuart Haas car. Uh, but Tony says that he tried, um, just couldn't get the yeah, back end to do he, it. Yep, and he said that a while back too. Yeah. So he's been pretty stingy on that opinion that he's been, or he had interest in Kyle Larson. And I don't know how that chip makes Chase Briscoe feel or not, or whoever right. else on that team. Um, but yeah, I, I think mean, if you, you're Chase Briscoe, you pretty happy with where you're at. I don't think well, you have to understand. Yeah. And, and I think any driver at Stuart Haas just has to understand, yeah. like you've got Kyle Larson, um, available. I mean, well, it's, are, that's and it's like, not uh, like Briscoe brought a ton of sponsorship with him either. You know, well, he's, yeah, he's brought exactly. some, but he's not, you know, it's he's like, not rolling uh, in it. Right. Well, it's like right now in the NFL, Deshaun Watson is available and he's a generational quarterback and he is, he is stingy. He is not coming back to the Houston Texans. And, I mean, there's one team in the NFL who is not interested and they've got Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you've got a guy and that's what I, that's, that's Kyle Larson. You've got a guy that's that good. That's that generation, that generation talent. And you, you got to look at him no matter who your driver is. I mean, hell you're Rick Hendrick. You, you make room, even if, yeah. you know, Jimmy Johnson's not retiring, you, you know, you, you know, if that's Bowman or, or Byron or whatever, that's, you know, you you make room. You try to find a way to get that guy in your roster. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, so with this article, there was all kinds of Tony Stewart news that came out of it, which is pretty good stuff. Um, Stewart also, you know, we were down on uh, on NASCAR for making the decision to pull from uh, Eldora with the Truck Series, and Stewart says, "Nope, that was not NASCAR's decision. That was his decision." Um, sounds like you know, the biggest thing behind it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So NASCAR, when they announced the Bristol deal, or were getting ready to announce the Bristol deal. That's when Tony heard that they were going to run the cup series at Bristol. And he had planned on, I mean, he, he used that truck race as a showcase as to why they need to get Xfinity and cup to Eldora speedway. And when he showed them away, yeah. When NASCAR said they were going to go to Bristol, he basically went to him and said, Hey, any plans to bring, uh, bring those series to Eldora? They said, Nope. And he <laughs> says in the article that he, tore up the yeah, tore up the contract. <laughs> That was it. I mean, do you, do you blame him, Eric? No. Do you think he was in the wrong there? I no, mean, 100%. Really I mean, he the, Stewart has been calling for a cup race since the day after the first truck race there. And we've disagreed with him on it. Yeah. We, we thought we, we well, well, you may have so changed. Here's the thing. I, I dis- I, I've changed I, James this year. After 2020, yeah. I've changed because I realized how unimportant it is to have 70,000 people at a cup race. That's right. Yes. You know, right. they don't need the giant stands at Eldora to run a cup race there. Nope. Just sell the tickets you got. Yep. 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 Um, yep. Yep. So, yeah. And I mean, I would, you know, I'm very, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but very skeptical about the Bristol dirt race. Um, Me too. I would Me not too. be like that if we were running, running them at Eldora. Yeah. I would be much more confident in, in Eldora or yeah. Knoxville. Hell, I. Knoxville, yeah. Charlotte dirt track, an established dirt track. Yes, I would yeah. be much more confident in in what we're doing. I'm uh, concerned with, with them tearing the track up at Bristol. Uh, that's the rumor is. Yeah, that's what they want to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> they want that place to be uh, ripped pro- to shreds so they can repave it. The problem is, is that they need to get through that that weekend. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's my concern is that the track won't hold yeah. up for however yeah. many laps they're going to run that race for. So. Yeah, I, and my thing too is I don't like losing a Bristol date for yeah. we're losing a we're losing an asphalt short track for um, a gimmick show. That's where I, that's my that's where I'm leaning at this point right now. And I hope NASCAR proves me wrong. I hope that yeah. Bristol race is out, outstanding. But uh, it's, I am, this isn't. Uh, there's no way. There is no way, James, that they're going to put dirt down at Bristol every year. They can't. This look at look what's going deal. into that. Look at what's going into that. Yeah, track the, the right dirt's now. going down now. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, it looks like a terrible mess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It looks like a lot of work and a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money. Yep. I don't know. Um, Stewart also, you know, there were rumors. We talked, I think, a little bit on here 
that maybe NASCAR decided not to work with Stewart because of SRX. Uh, he says that's ridiculous. He said that if, <laughs> basically said that if NASCAR, somebody's concerned about uh, him and Ray Evernham in a four race series that, or a six race series, whatever they're doing. Yeah, that, series, yeah. That uh, there's bigger problems. So that's really good. Yeah, yeah that's really good. It's it's that's... a good article. Go to the show notes, thesuperspeedway.com. Read it. Uh, Jenna Fryer, AP AP News. Um, it's uh, it's classic Stewart, man. It's it's. Yeah, he's firing on all cylinders right now. And you know what though, too, Eric, he's got he's got his uh, he's got his squeeze now. Yeah. Uh, Leah Pruitt, drag racer. Leah Pruitt. Yeah. Um, so he seems to be much happier and doing his thing. I don't know. Much happier. I, Didn't doesn't sound like it, but good for him. <laughs> I mean, well, he's he's happy with that portion of his, his life and the business side of his life. I, I'm not so sure of. But, right. Um, I wanted to talk to you about SRX really quickly though, yeah. because I know you're you're skeptical of that. I'm very skeptical of it. Um, the, the Fast and the Furious, the just, Fast and the Furious Old Man League, the Old Man League, yeah. the guys who can still wheel it. However, mm-hmm. now that Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin have both um, via Twitter said they're in, yeah. they're in for the floater car. Are you a little bit more intrigued for yeah. that for that uh, seat? I'm intrigued about it, James. I just don't think it's going to be what everybody wants it to be. I just here's my here's my fire back at you right here, Eric. And, yeah. and I said this, you know, I'm, you know, what I'm going to say. Tony Stewart does not get behind bad things. He invests in things that are going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, if the thing is, is, I mean, you've got, well, you, I guess you can't really necessarily say Evernham's got a proven track record. He's kind of hit and miss. Um, with he stuff. has been hit and miss. Yes. I agree with, I do agree with you there. I mean, yeah, Ray Evernham has been hit, hit and miss. That being said, a lot of his, his a lot of his miss and cup was due to more than just his skill. Um, oh, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> bad investor, bad, bad investing. Yeah. Um, for his team was yeah. another part of that. Yeah. That's uh, a good way to put it. Um, but, you know, he he's done well with, you know, like his classic car stuff, his racetrack ownership stuff has seemed to prove has seemed to work well. Um, look, I love I loved IROC. I thought IROC was the best series out there in the last I don't know, five years of IROC sucked. So if we can yeah. get good IROC, then I'm all for it. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm super here's, skeptical. Here's, here's what I'm seeing. And, and I've, we've been doing this podcast, Eric, we're, we're coming up on another anniversary. What for this will be our fourth year of the pod. Yeah. Um, which is hard to believe. Like where the hell know, is time ridiculous. gone? Um, but here's the Eric young playbook. Uh, Eric comes in skeptical <laughs> Something happens on the track. Eric gets excited, and Eric's all. And then Eric becomes all in. Oh yeah, I I so. hate something until I love it. That's exactly very so. true, hundred percent. So I feel like I feel like if you're skeptical, we're I, we're definitely where we want to be. Right? Here, here's <laughs> right. why I'm skeptical. All right, so here's my biggest concern. So they announced their schedule. It's the wing. You just don't like the wing. I hate the wing. But they announced their schedule. June twelfth, Stafford Motor Speedway first race for the SRX series. The problem that I have is they had this really big splashy video that they put up on Twitter and there is not a single thing in there that shows anything from this series. NASCAR is switching to a new car. But NASCAR is switching to a new car next year and they've been working on it for three years, James. They, 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 don't, they don't even have a car yet. Well, I, the cars are the cars are being built. They're they they exist. The chassis are there. They just haven't have had you seen one time yet. Have you seen one? Yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures of the cars. Yeah, put together. The chassis, not not completely put together, but the chassis are there. They have chassis. Whatever. They do exist. The Whatever. cars exist. I've seen the chassis. I'm they skeptical. Exist. I'm skeptical. It's okay, Eric. You can be skeptical. You can be skeptical. I hope it's I'm. Okay. I hope I'm. I'm not. Look at. I'm not saying this is going to be a disaster. I'm just saying I'm skeptical. I just think it's going to be great to see some of the old dogs get back out there. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I don't because I mean, we've seen the old dogs get back out there before and it really isn't, there's a reason they don't race anymore. That's true. <laughs> I mean, Tony That's will be true. fun to see. Tony can not, is a, they're not wheeling out 90 year old. I mean, Derek Cope, we're going to talk about this. Derek Cope's going to run the Daytona 500. It doesn't get much uh, old dog than that. So here's, Here's the eight drivers on the SRX website. Tony Stewart, Tony Kanaan, Mark Weber, Willie T. Ribs, Paul Tracy, Elio Castroneves, oh, Bobby Labonte, Bill Elliott. 
Who Paul are you? Tracy. Who are you really excited about there? Tony, Elio? Tony, Bobby, Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Busch. Bobby, really? You're you're excited about Bobby Labonte? Come on, yeah. man. Bobby Labonte hasn't been competitive. <laughs> Bill Elliott hasn't been competitive. Tony Kanaan really hasn't been competitive. Can we talk about Paul Tracy really quick? I don't want to. <laughs> I am so proud of myself for getting blocked by Paul Tracy. <laughs> I forgot you got blocked by. Yeah, I think you win the Twitter battle. That that put that might put me. That, See, that's I get good. I would get bothered if I'm blocked by somebody. I'm blocked by one person that I know of, and it's it's a hockey rumor person for the OHL. And it drives me crazy. I actually follow him on my alternate account just because it bothers me you, so much that I can't see his you, tweets. You got to admit that when you found out I got blocked by Paul Tracy, the Paul Tracy, I was you proud. had to have exactly. I was just going to yeah. say that you had, a, yeah, you had a sense of pride. Like, wow, James really did it. Well, he and finally... the best thing was, is your tweet was so simple. I don't remember what it was just something like, this is the dumbest thing I've seen today or something like that. Yeah, this is a no. This was a what did I say? No, this is a really dumb tweet. Yeah, because it really is all it was. It was beautiful and, though. And it got to him. I got yeah. to him. Yeah, because there were people saying worse him. things that he hadn't blocked. I know. <laughs> <sighs> I have never been more proud of my Twitter presence than I was when I got blocked by Paul Tracy. So when I put you on the S- when I put Twitter you on moments and that one's when the super speedway there. puts you on the, on the SRX beat. Now you can't report on Paul Tra- Tracy because you can't report. I on know who I am. <laughs> I know I won't be able to retweet him or any of that. Yeah. <sighs> Why is Elio like, black and white? Everybody else's color on the site. Elio's black and white. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm skeptical. Very skeptical, but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm wrong. Why well, again? I'm not saying it's gonna be bad. I'm just skeptical. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. So I have high expectations. So one of the either way, we're probably gonna meet in the middle here. Probably. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm less skeptical about SRX than I am of Cup Cars at Bristol on dirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm worried about I'm worried about the Cup Cars on dirt. Yeah. Um, you think they're really – so here's my one last thing on Bristol on Dirt. Yeah. One last thing. You think NASCAR is going to put all this time and in, in, in investment into the new next-gen car, and they're going to run that on Dirt no. next year? That's no. why I said this is a one-year thing. There is no way they do this yeah. next year. Unless they hang on to old – what are they going to do, hold on to old chassis for the Dirt race every year? I don't know. They're going to have – it looks like there's a ton of extra ones with all the cars running in the Daytona 500 this year. Hey, yeah, no kidding. How do you like that transition? That was great. <laughs> we are on top of our game. Yeah. It's like and we never stop, James. Nope. I know. We're and we still, and I still call out the transitions, which is kind all of the transitions. We bumble around. Yeah. We do what we do. So yeah, Daytona 500 coming up just a couple weeks. And uh, there's a bunch of drivers entered in this race, James. Bunch of them. I don't even know what the number is now, but there were, there were over 40, 40, yeah, I want to say it was 44 last I yeah. saw, but it could be higher. I think it's it more be now because now. we've gotten we've gotten additional drivers. Well, I, saw, yeah, I don't I don't I think McCrory. Yeah, um, guys. Yeah, yeah. So Derek Cope uh, will be running the Rick Ware oh, Racing crap. Chevrolet. It's his last Daytona 500 start, James. Officially. Yeah. Right. Well, if he makes it, it's yeah, his right. last. Oh no, he will guaranteed. make it. That's right. He's guaranteed in. He's guaranteed in. Yes. Yeah. He. He won. So I tweeted this out and I messaged you guys, but I want to say it on the podcast. He was 31 years old when he won the 1990 Daytona 500, mm-hmm. which was 31 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. Uh, he's going to be 62. Oh my God. He shouldn't be out there. Yeah. Should not be out there. I don't understand why he's going to be out there. It really bothers me. This one bothers me. Yeah. He's too old. Can't, shouldn't be out there. I'm glad that he patched. I'm glad he patched the deal together to get out there. But Derek Cope does not belong out there. I, I don't know. It doesn't seem safe to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> no, sorry. I know. I feel like I'm Debbie Downer there, but doesn't belong out there. Um, Austin Sindrick, we found out, will be running the 33 Team Penske Mustang. I have problems with this too. <laughs> what's what's your problem with that, James? Taking the engineer, the lead engineer from the twelve car to run this car. Why are you doing that? 
Why are you taking away from your full time for your, from your full time team? Yeah, I don't know um, because it kind of sounds like this car is going to run multiple times this season, though, James. I see that I know, and so it kind of leads me to believe that this isn't a hey, we're going to replace Ryan Blaney or hey, we're going to replace um, Matt Benedetto. This is a hey, we're going to run another car. If I'm Ryan Blaney, I make a phone call. Think so? Yeah, and I there's probably nothing you can do about it, but I I just why are you messing with my team? I don't understand that. You're racing for the Daytona 500 and a championship with Ryan Blaney. Just put another team together without messing with what you got. Ah, I don't know. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe Penske. Penske's smarter than I am, so for, forget what I say and just go with it. <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> who, who am I to to challenge Mr. Penske? Shame yeah, me. yeah, Penske, uh, Penske knows James. Yeah, I have no problems with the rest of the Daytona 500 lineup, by the way. It's just those two. You <laughs> just you put them right next to each other. Yeah. All right, let's run through the other ones then. Uh, Jamie, Jamie McMurray is going to start uh, another Daytona 500. Uh, after yep. a year off last year, he's going to be driving the 77 Spire Motorsports car. The video of his kid getting excited about this is what it's all about. <laughs> nice. I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's cool. <clears throat> um, yep. I mean, it's... If you're going to run a one-off, this is the one to do it. McMurray's done it before. Um, good for him. He shows up to the big ones, man. He shows up to the big ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kaz Grala going to run for Colleague Racing, which really surprised me um, that it wasn't A.J. Allmendinger. Yeah, me too. A.J.'s good at these at these big tracks. But, yeah, Kaz can, ru- Kaz can run. He can run. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel weird about some of these guys that are getting opportunities. Um that I don't know. It just seems odd, but uh, Noah Gregson, the 62 beard motorsports car. Yep. He will attempt to start and Ty Dillon is going to run for Gaunt brothers and working on a deal to run multiple races with them this season. That's cool. Yeah. Ty, um, Ty is really trying to do this on his own without, without Papa. Yeah. A peppy or whatever they call him. <laughs> pop, pop, <laughs> pop, pop. There you go. Thank yeah, you. It's pop, pop. It's not, it's pop, pop. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope Ty can get something put together. Um, uh, you know, it, Ty Dillon's a good guy. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, the skill level might not be there. It might also just be he hasn't been in competitive enough equipment. Um, but he's a good dude. He's a good guy. I've yeah, talked to him a few times. He's he's fun. Yeah, and he had pretty decent success in the lower series. Yeah. I mean, not, I yeah, mean, he's not a slouch by any means. No. Yeah, and, and Austin, you know, Austin was definitely the better of the two brothers. Yeah, I didn't up. think so coming up. I thought Ty was gonna was gonna be better than Austin. Yeah, yeah. Austin did win the Xfinity title, and uh, and and Ty never did. But Ty won some races in the in the Truck Series. Yeah. But th- yeah, he only. Won, I'm looking at his stats right now. He won three races in the Trucks. One in the Xfinity Series. Um, he did win nine uh, nine out of twenty two starts in the ARCA Series. So that's pretty good. <laughs> There you go. Man, the wind is whistling outside right now. It's crazy. It's it's crazy cold here in Michigan right now. Crazy. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, we got some new paint schemes announced. We won't go through all the paint schemes, but there were a couple that I wanted to bring some attention to because we had some discussion uh, outside of the podcast. Um, William Byron's Exalta paint scheme. James, what do we think of that? Gross. <laughs> I think it's a great scheme, except for the black, the matte they black. screwed up with the matte black. Why the hell would you put matte black in a paint... It's a paint brand, for God's sakes. Exalta's cars have been really bad. You know, a couple of years. last year's were, wasn't bad. I liked last year's car. You, last year's oh, car I didn't good. like that. Yeah, I didn't like the fade oh, no. out. I take that back. It was a, it was the 88 Exalta car, I think. The 88 I Exalta car was good. Yeah, that's yeah. the one I like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This That one. And then uh, our buddy Lefty Designs has an alternate version or a couple alternate versions, which are a million times better. I wish somebody would. Hendrick just needs to hire that guy. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's really good. He just, he's got a good eye for what he's putting on cars. He just knows. He knows what to do. Yep. Um, and then uh, Alex Bowman, the new ally scheme uh, came out as well. Um, I like this car. Yeah, it's, I like it's definitely a lot better than the Exalta one. Um, again, yeah. Lefty had a better version, I think, but uh, the color he called it the color rush. I yeah, like that. yeah, but uh, but yeah, this is it's a good looking car. Um, looks a little different. It's gonna be weird seeing. It looks fast. It looks yeah. fast. It'd be yeah, weird seeing somebody light. else in that forty eight car, but it's weird still yeah. weird seeing somebody in the twenty four. So they took uh, they took the yellow out of the number, and they but I noticed on the front of the car, it's like a little like paying homage to 
to uh, to to Jimmy with a little bit of that yellow splash, that neon yellow forty eight on the front. Yeah, which I thought was kind of nice, nice touch. That's cool. Um, Bubba Wallace got a sponsor, his first sponsor, DoorDash. Uh, car looks pretty similar to what we'd already seen, uh, just with DoorDash on the side of it. Yeah, so it's a good, good looking car. Um, I don't know how it's going to race just yet, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, good, that that team's going to have lots of good paint. I, that, there's a lot going on with that 2311 team. I'm excited to see. I'm skeptical uh, of that everything. team for the same reason I'm skeptical of SRX, James, because. Well, I think it's pretty late to be building a team. Yeah, I, I think you and I are probably going to be talking more about this one in the preseason when we or when we get closer to Daytona and what we expect from teams. But right. um, I'm going to step on my toes a little bit here. I, I think that team needs to shoot for a playoff berth. And I know it's going to be very tough, but I think that is the ceiling for this team. Find a way to make the playoff. Yeah. Somehow, well, some definitely a successful season if they do it. Yeah, that's for me. You don't even have to don't win. You don't even have to win a race. Find a way to make the playoff. Yeah, but that would be you win a race. Me, you like accomplish both. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I just think any way that they can make the playoffs, I think is is well worth there. They they got to have some sort of success this first season. Uh, I don't know. I I don't expect them to light the world on fire. But you know, by year two, um, they that, that team better be in good shape. I I think if they keep building for that first year, this year kind of you know this year is what it is, but next year if they're focusing on next year with the new car i think they could they could do some stuff they've got the pieces in place they've got the sponsorship dollars in place um they got a good driver i think he can do a good job so yeah get done there you go um nascar is still considering pushing their numbers back on the door for 2022 with the new car um what do we think about this we again i know we've had a lot of uh a lot of off (laughs) Uh, air podcast or discussions about this, but uh... yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm coming around on this with the door, with the number moving, but here's my, where I, I'm going to stand firm. let just let the teams, if give the teams a box to put the number in and let the, let the designers design around it, yeah. whether that's in the center of the door, pushed back or pushed forward, just do something. Um, don't, don't standardize it. If you're going to push it back, that's my only, that's my pushback, <laughs> you know, no pun intended, I guess, but um, that's my pushback is don't, don't sell out for, for all of it. Cause fans clearly don't like it. So I don't know why they want to do it, but yeah, the teams a I think if it, it all depends on the design and the, and you know, we've talked um, again off air that, it comes down to good and bad design and, and we have good and bad designs with the numbers where they are now. Um, there's some cars that look pretty awful right now. Um, you know, Exalta. And, uh, so if we've seen, I've seen some examples of cars. We saw some examples in the all-star race of good designs, uh, with this, uh, setup. And then again, lefty designs was, was putting some stuff out, um, with the number placement moved as well. And he had some good designs too. So if you get the right people, to make the right design, um, it's going to look fine. It's just a matter of, you know, um, there's going to be some crappy ones too. I don't, I just don't, I, I get why they want to do it with the sponsors and, and making the sponsor logo bigger. I don't, I just don't see how it makes a big difference to me. Right. Um, I don't think it makes it more visible than where it, where it was before, but I'm not a casual fan. That's just, you know, flipping through the channels either. So maybe to somebody who just happens to stumble across a race on TV, this makes more sense. Obviously it's what the, obviously it's what the sponsors want because if it wasn't, then they wouldn't be doing it. So. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. A um, couple other things I wanted to discuss real quick. Um, I kind of hinted at the, uh, some people getting shots or that maybe, I don't know, just surprising things with cup. Uh, Anthony Alfredo moving up to the cup series with front row Motorsports. Um, this one to me, I, I like Anthony Alfredo. I don't think he's ready for a cup ride, man. No, he's not, but he's got a great nickname. If he would just embrace it, he does. (laughs) He he likes to call himself fast pasta. And that's just, see, that's where I have an issue right there. (laughs) You've got the, you've got it right there, man. The sauce. Come on, embrace it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you're right. You skill uh, uh, talent wise. I don't know if he's ready for, for cup, but it's just, I mean, this uh, is, this is like, uh, I mean, no Gregson's running the 500, but 
to run the 500 versus running a full season is two different things to me. And I don't yeah. think Gregson's ready, you know? Yeah. So it just, I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is one of those, I, I, I don't We're know. We're going to see more role. of this crap. It, it's going to happen more and more and more. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have guys moving up that aren't ready. Um, you, quite the, a bit. The thing is, is that nobody's going to continue. Nobody's going to continue to spend money on veterans yeah. that well, aren't performing. There's a young lady in the truck series who's currently on probation who's going to be creeping up sooner than than she's supposed to as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, should we talk about that, James? That's not <laughs> I the don't notes. Know if we need to. I don't know if we need to. Uh, Haley Deegan, she yeah. said stuff. <laughs> yeah, Haley, Haley dropped the R word. If you don't know what the R word is, look it up. Um, Eric is, listen, Eric is not surprised by any of this. Eric is in the Supercross game and is very familiar with the Deegans. I, uh, and I don't, I don't say that as like the Deegans are not ready for prime time or anything like that. It's just, they're not a politically correct family. They just, exactly. And I, I don't, she's, I don't, a little bit, she's a little immature. That's, I don't fault real. them for that. Um, I don't know. It, it was, it was a dumb thing to say. But immature, she's a young, she's a young person, and it was an immature, dumb thing to say. It was and a dumb thing to say, James. But I'll tell you what: if it was anybody else, other than Haley Deegan, other than a oh, female driver yeah. with a major push that said that yeah. during a live stream, nobody would have batted an eyelash. That's probably true. So that's probably true. Oh, that's you know, she. This this kid is not. Uh, she's gonna have the spotlight on her. Um, she's gonna be looked at through a microscope. Um, and you know, it's, I get why, because it's a big deal, but it's not fair either. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I sit back, again, James, I sit back and look at the, the Danica stuff even like, look, I was, I, I was sort of a fan of Danica in the beginning. And in the end, it, it was pretty obvious that she didn't have what it took to be in the cup series, but just things that people still say. Comments they still make about Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and whether Danica's there at the Chili Bowl with them or whatever, and it, it's like for God's sakes, people, she's <laughs> like seriously, just uh, this chauvinism, just oh my Listen, man. gosh, like, Danica and Patrick and Aaron Rodgers broke up, and Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP <laughs> this year. That's all I. I mean, that's that's just results. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, I'm just kidding. I'm but just kidding. I mean, that's the thing though is like it's it's not fair the the crap that they get and i get it it's yeah. it's just how things are and i think we're getting better but we're nowhere near where we need to be with yeah, it I think, you know we, we need to have let... a woman come in here and kick some ass in the cup series yeah. and just get rid of all this and then well, we have to remember how young these people are yeah um you know i'm in my 30s now <laughs> and it's like yeah they you know i i think that some of the things that the drivers do are really stupid uh but they're also a lot of them are kids you know, she's a kid. She James, really is a kid. Really I'll, is a kid. I'll be forty this year, and I still say stupid stuff all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Yeah. So. Yep. yep. <laughs> we all do. Um, oh. We talked. We talked about Bristol already. Uh, they have hit their limit for the grandstands for the Cup race. They'll have limited seating. Um, so the dirt race has uh, at least got some popularity with the fans. Yeah, as much as they can. I wish we weren't in a pandemic to see what what it, what it could have done. Um, regardless of, you know, yeah, that's the worst uh, thing is they're putting all this money in to do this and they can't even sell well, the tickets for it. A, yeah. It's a TV product. And now I really, and NASCAR knows that this is a TV product and we're going to do this and it's going to get eyeballs and that's what we want. Yeah. NASCAR does not care about in-person attendance at all anymore. No, they don't. And they, they don't, they don't report they, it. I mean, the only track that they care about in-person attendance is Daytona 500 and that's it. Yeah. That's it. Rest of the season, they could care less. They could care less if they had one person in the grandstands. As long as the TV money keeps coming in, I stand by that. Yeah, I agree. Um, Pitbull's now an owner, part owner of Trackhouse Racing. I have no know what to do with this. <laughs> I mean, it's a mainstream celebrity involved in NASCAR. I don't, James. Don't you kind of get a feeling with Michael Jordan coming in, with Pitbull now coming in? Mayweather lurking. Yeah, with this with this new car and the supposed lower cost, and now we've got a bunch of entries for the Daytona 500. Don't you feel like we're getting 
that second blast of popularity in the sport. And I'm not <sighs> saying that, that, that this is a good thing because this is, this is the group that came along that NASCAR catered to, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago that, um, is only here cause it's cool and they'll leave without batting an eye later. Um, yeah. and leave us looking like idiots, but don't you kind of feel like we might be digging into that again? I don't know. The Michael Jordan one seems different to me, um, because of everything that went into, you know, getting Bubba Wallace and getting Michael involved that, that, that seems different to me. And we went, yeah. you know, we, we have past episodes on that, um, that we've talked deeply about that. The uh, Pitbull one, I, I think he'll come and go. Um, the Floyd Mayweather thing has been lurking for a long time. This, this is kind of like, it seems like it's it's reverted back around to when we had Randy Moss and Brett Favre and mm. Dan Marino and who else? Troy Aikman. Um, gosh, we had so many sports figures coming through. Uh, I, I feel like we're 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 retreading some of that a little bit, but it, you know, I think it doesn't hurt to have these people involved by any means. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. I feel like you know we've got all these changes coming. I feel like there might be a peak coming again. Um, and don't get me wrong. I, I'm not delusional. I don't think we're going to hit 2006 again. It yeah, never it's in a million it's years. A low, yeah. It's a lower peak, but yeah, yeah we might have a peak. Are we, are we yeah. going to compete with the NFL? No. I mean, it's no. those days are over. Um, but I think they, I think we might see a little boost here again. I'm not saying that's a good thing because I don't know that. I don't know that the casual people that we're going to get coming in are, are really going to do a lot in the long term for us. I think they hurt yeah. last time, but, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I do like the I you know one thing I I will say though this time around whatever this peak is that you're that you're referencing and I agree with, um, it's a diverse peak. Yeah, you know Bubba's got this thing going with Michael and yeah with Pitbull coming in, um, that yeah there there's some diversity there that we you know we haven't had before. How great so, would it be if the Bubba Wallace Michael Jordan team can compete for a championship? Yeah, I would love that. By tw- yeah, like like 2022. Yeah, that, I don't think it's going to happen this year. But yes, yeah, no, I, yeah, no. I I want to see, man, and we got Michael Jordan. Like he's popular again because of that damn documentary that was so good. Right. <laughs> you know we we got him we got him back. Uh, I, I'm so excited to have Michael involved in the sport. Like it yeah. is so cool. Um, but, you know he's the greatest athlete of all time. Like he's he's the guy. So he, he wants to be part of our stuff, um, yeah, which is great. I, I love it. You know, and, and NASCAR, uh, you know, Eric, with uh, we lost we lost our goat, our, you know, yeah. when he should have been around. Uh, so to bring in uh, to bring in guys like Michael and um, and that I just I just think our sports always always needed that person. And, and we just there's always been a little bit of a hole there. And we've never been able to fill it. But if, you know, we can uh, we can continue to bring in people like this, I, I think we're making steps in the in the right direction and, and holding the fort down, uh, which we've continued to try to do for the right. for the last, you know, however many years. It's, gosh, Dale Earnhardt's been Dale Earnhardt's been gone. To, what is it now? It's going to be 20 years. Yeah. This year. Yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy. You it's know, really crazy. Jeez. Oh, man. Yeah. That's uh, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 2001. Yeah, that was. You know how much has happened since that? I mean, golly, 9-11 and everything else. But, yeah, yeah, jeez, oh, Pete. Shoot, just the last four a years. Long time. Yeah, I know. It's been a long time. <laughs> just to show you how much the world has changed right around NASCAR. I mean, that's that's a, that's, that's a moment in, in the history of NASCAR that changed everything. Yeah, I swear um, the last four years took about 10, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it certainly Especially did. the last it's year. A- God. Yeah, it cer- it certainly did. Yeah, last year. Took and that 10 is years that is not political commentary, guys. That is no. That it's is... just it was the year itself. Just <laughs> took uh, ten years off our lives. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, definitely. I mean, we're all dealing with something, obviously. But um, I don't know, man. I, I just like I I like where we're at with this sport right now. There's interest, and if we want to get guys like Pitbull involved, I I don't like Floyd Mayweather, but yeah, if he wants to come spend some of that money, come on, uh, that's fine. I don't really like Pitbull but... that much, but. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his music, but yeah. if you want to see if he's got money to spend, man, come on, let's go. You want to come racing? Let's go race. We we want to have our arms open to people, and um, and if they want to be a part of it, we we continue to welcome them in and, and show them a good time. Uh, that can only be good for us, Eric. That can yeah. only that can only make things better. Yep. So we're in a better place today because we have a pit bull involved. Whether you like him or not, or you like his music or not, um, 
you know, it's a better place because we are able to, to provide these people with influence, entertainment, and, and they can be involved. Agreed. All right. Did we miss anything, James? Uh, no, I'm man. Sure. I, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of stuff little things yeah. that we didn't get into, but, um, no, I think, I think we, that was the quick rundown, the, the quick dirty rundown of, of the off season so far. It's weird. We, we, that was a long hiatus for us, Eric. That was, that I think was that's lot, the longest, longest we ever had ever gone. Yeah. Yeah. I had some, had some personal stuff go on and stretched it out a little bit longer and, uh, just had to take a little bit of a break over the holidays and back at it now. Uh, I think we'll probably, unless something crazy happens, probably take next week off again. And then, uh, I don't know. We'll probably be getting back into the groove of things here pretty soon. Weekly, yeah, we're going to be coming back at you weekly. Probably is what it, is it the fourteenth before the five hundred? Fourteenth, five hundred. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Yeah. My wife said to me today, un, uh, you know, un, uh, I didn't bring it up. She just, <laughs> she just said it. I heard that the Daytona five hundred is on Valentine's Day. Uh, to which I snarked a little bit. Well, what are we going to be doing anyway? <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. I know. So I'm in the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Right. (laughs) We're still stuck here with two kids. uh, One of them being still an infant. So we're we're not going anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) This is our lives. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, 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 I was going to ask you, Eric, though, what have you been doing uh, outside of, you know, work? I mean, have you guys done anything? interesting okay uh, so i will i will pandemic i will break it down for you this is what i've been doing i have i have found a new obsession james um it is not nascar heat 5 though i did purchase nascar heat 5 based on your advice yes um i played a couple races to start my career um in the dirt and then i went back to what has been my obsession for the past um no actually uh, it's been my obsession for the past few weeks, but prior to that, so I way back, um, when I bought my Nintendo switch, I bought a rally game. It was W WRC eight, I think for the switch. Cool. And I played it a little bit and whatever. And then I remembered that I bought WRC seven or I got WRC seven for free through PlayStation plus on the PlayStation. And so I'm like, well, I'll play it on a, you see, play the older version on a better system. Um, just see what the graphics are like. And I kind of got into it a little bit. And then I remembered that way back I purchased, um, the disc for dirt rally. And so I started playing that and I started playing the rally cross series on there. Oh, nice. And there's only, nice. there's only three tracks in the game. Um, but I became obsessed with it and I played it a ton and made it most of the way through, um, the series in, in, in through the career and then decided to buy dirt rally two because it was on sale and dirt oh rally God. two has been my obsession. I have went through the rally cross ranks. I'm running the full rallies right now. Um, it's a pain because I don't have a wheel. So I'm just doing the, the controller. Yeah, me too. I do that too. Yeah. So that's a bummer. And I don't want to invest in a wheel for the PlayStation because if I'm going to do it, I want to invest in a computer. So you against Travis Pastrana and that whole crowd? Uh, Pastrana's not in the game. Um, They don't, I I, I don't, I guess I don't know Rally well enough to know if they've got like legit names in it or not, but it is the, um, the Rally, the, whatever the, um, the, what is it? Who runs the FIA? Whatever the FIA is, Rallycross, World Rallycross, I think it was what it is. It's their official series tracks in the game. Oh, nice. So is Um, the, uh, the track in Atlanta, Michigan in there? uh, No, because that's not a, uh, oh, that's the World snow, Rally snow drift. Yeah, that's oh, okay. that's. Uh, I I'd be interested in playing is. that since that's my uh, deer hunting uh, stomping grounds. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check for accuracy. You know that whole thing. Right. So I basically bought the game for the rally cross, and now I've got, I've hit a point in the rally cross where it's too challenging and I can't win anymore. Um, and so I switched over to the regular rallies, and I that's been like I said, the last two three weeks has just been nice work, man. Every chance nice I get playing that, nice. Much nice to the work. chagrin of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she enjoys that, that you're playing video games. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's not I've, thrilled. Uh, I've, I've not been a big gamer, and I still don't. I mean, I play it for an hour and then go do something else. But yeah. it's I've been going back to it almost every night. So Well, like, I, I think I told you I got back into playing some video games during, I mean, the pandemic is yeah. just, you know, what else are we going to do? So, right, exactly. Um, so I got NASCAR Heat 5 and um, hadn't played NASCAR in a long. Like, I never played any of the other Heat games, so I've been playing that. Uh, working my way through the career mode. And when I turned it on, 
I did what I did in the old days. No, uh, no assists, no, <laughs> you know, like none of that stuff. Just go at it and the hardest difficulty you can possibly do. And oh, that's you went hardest you could do, huh? Yeah, right off the bat. Damn, um, I, I went one notch down. Yeah, I went as hard as I can go. So you're going to be way and, better at it than me. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I was doing really good. Like, I won the Dirt Championship, and then I uh, I got to the Truck Series, like a lower-level Truck Series team, and did okay, uh, and then started getting into the higher-level stuff. And I raced for Stuart Haas in the Xfinity Series, and I blew the championship on the last <laughs> turn. Uh, at, and I was like, I want to run the Xfinity Series again to win the championship. I was so angry that I was going to run it again, but now I just bumped up the cup and and i'm i, I took clint boyer's seat so nice um, did. so yeah well i raced the full season for petty and oh. uh that did not go very well i won i was able to win two races but that's just you know i i figured bristol out and i was able to to win those two races so i made the playoffs and did pretty well but that was the, that was the end of that for the petty ride i could not win anywhere else i was terrible hmm. um but i signed up with uh Stuart haas took boyer's ride and went out and won the daytona 500 so i'm off to a better start nice and that's where I left off my heat. That's as exciting as it gets talking video games. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's been me. I'm going back to the office now. Uh, started this week, so um, yep. I I was going back a little bit before the holidays, and then when the holidays hit, yeah, we tried never to leave the house. Well, we tried to cool it so we could go to family and see family and stuff, and then uh, um, things were like pretty crazy and bad acts. So I uh, I stayed out of there just with their numbers going up, but they're back down now. So. Yeah, pretty comfortable going out there again, and uh, yeah, so that's that's what I'm doing. I'm back to work well, there's tomorrow. Your, there's your pandemic update. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I took today off for the inauguration, forgetting that it was the inauguration, and yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, um, any shout outs, James? Um, yes, I'm trying <laughs> to think. You go first. Let me. Let me think uh, well, about it so I teased my shout out at the beginning, and then. I don't remember where I read it and I don't have all the details to it and I can't no. find it now. And I'm, I'm afraid it might be wrong, but I read an article today. Let's see if I've seen it. Let's I see if I've cannot seen for the life of me figure out where it is, but supposedly today is the anniversary. And I don't remember. I think it's the 20 year anniversary of the first podcast, except I did that. Not see did not see this except that if you do research on it, it is not, but they reference that in the article that there are other podcasts that are considered the first podcast, but here is why this one was. And I didn't, I should have saved it. And then I, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. And then you brought up the historic day thing. And I'm like, ah, I'm, I'll let me tease it out there. And yeah. I've, been, I've literally spent the entire show trying to find it. I don't know if it was on Reddit. I don't know if it was on one of the news sites I go on. Um, like I said, I was off today, so I was reading a ton of stuff online and just browsing around. And so I'll find it as soon as the podcast is done. That's and, so great. But yeah, yeah. supposedly this is uh, today exactly is the 20 year anniversary of well, the happy first birthday podcast. to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, now there's only um, 20 billion podcasts. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. When yes. I had if to, you're not doing a podcast, you're not living. I had to go back and think like when because I was listening to podcasts. Um, if, if anybody knows anything about me politically, you'll enjoy the fact that I paid money, actual dollars to subscribe to the Bill O'Reilly podcast back in the day. Oh my God, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I and I used, expect to, that. I used to have to download it on iTunes on my computer and plug my iPad, iPod nano into my computer to load it onto oh, that. Okay. So I could listen to it in the car. Yep. Um, and so I was trying to think when that happened, but that was, I, I'm certain it was I, after nine 11 because it was, yeah. Bush was in office. Well, well, then this can be my shout out to them. We'll share okay. it. Uh, right. Podcast stories. Uh, my first podcast, and I didn't even really know what it was back then, but it was Bill Simmons back in like 2007, 2008. And he was just talking basketball and pop culture all the time. And I just kind of, I used to read his articles and then he was like, well, I have this podcast and I'm like, podcast, what the hell is that? <laughs> so I started, listening, so I started listening to him and then he kept going and he built the you know, website at ESPN with Grantland and they had all their podcasts and it was all the stuff that I was into. And I'm like, Oh cool. There's, you know, stuff about TV and movies and you know, the NFL and the NBA and all this. I'm like, cool, I'm in. And then, uh, it's just grown ever since. And now I've had to like prioritize what podcasts I listen to, yeah. but now I'm subscribed. I'm, I'm I was looking the other day at how many I'm subscribed, subscribed to, and I can't even listen to them all anymore. 
I have so many that oh, I'm yeah. subscribed to. Same here. I've got a ridiculous. ton to download. And yeah, and it's like I have way too many. Well, my problem way is my problems. interests go kind of crazy. So I've got like tons of news podcasts, and then I've got into the true crime stuff for a while. So I've got yeah, a bunch I'm, of those. Yeah, Serial and all those were so good. And then, yeah. I've, then I've got tons of NASCAR podcasts and all that stuff, and then hockey podcasts um, and local podcasts. Yeah, there's a bunch. I cleaned mine out recently. Um, yeah. Let's see. Does it tell me how many? Yeah, I still listen. I've listened to every episode of Bill Simmons since yeah, two thousand seven or eight. It's been that long um, since I since I've started listening. And I really got. I really actually, Eric. Now that I think about it, when we were working together at the newspaper way back, way back in the day, was when I was listening to him for the most part. Because um, I would, you know, write my stories for the paper, and I'd have a podcast now where I didn't have to make phone calls. Do, call do yeah? Is it, how do you write and listen to words? I don't know. I'm I'm able to do it. I know there's people who are not able to do it, but I am able to work. Like I have a podcast on pretty much all day, hmm. or music, and I'm able to do it. I don't I don't know why with my brain, why and how I'm able to do it, but. I'm subscribed um, to 44 podcasts, James. Holy shit, dude! That's way more than me. <laughs> I thought I listened to a lot. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, one and, of those though is a is a repeat, so 41 or 43. I mean, oh yes, okay. So that makes yeah. a difference. Well, we're subscribed to our own podcast. I don't yes. know if we listen to that. So <laughs> that is true. I listen once in a while, but I've never listened to a full episode, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, we get too nervous about our voices. Yeah. No, I just don't like listening to our stuff. I think it sucks. <laughs> that's a great sales pitch to end the podcast well done right <laughs> no, i'm just kidding well done listen to our podcast it's right <laughs> <sighs> all right like i said we'll be back in a couple of weeks to to i think get back in the groove of things because if if we come back if we take a week off and come back the following week we're getting ready for daytona so yeah we're gonna probably come back i would say eric we probably should come back with our season preview yeah I we, mean, we really should we're, we're we're back in it now. Yeah, we are. Holy crap! Hopefully, we don't have a work stoppage uh, this year. In between our, uh, in between, what was that? Eight weeks of of, of yeah. podcast we were we were doing. Oh my god! Maybe that's why we haven't been as anxious to do the po- the off season podcast because we kind of did it in the middle of the season. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. <laughs> hell, four races around. in to have to do a basically oh off season podcast. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I should say too, Eric, I, I reached out to my buddy, Derek Winter, who is big iRacer. Um, he does lots of other things, but he's a huge NASCAR fan. And, and he says he's willing to come on with us sometime. Nice. Um, so if we want to get back into the eight weeks of iRacing talk, holy yeah. crap. Um, we, but yeah, he said, James, we need to on. all get iRacing rigs and start a, a super speedway iRacing league. I, I really, I, <laughs> I really want you to do it because I want to, I want to just watch from the outside. To if see you how, and Todd do it, I'll have to do it. If you did it, Eric, it would, I think it would, would happen with, would be the same thing that happens to like a crack addict where, yeah. you know, you'd start to lose everything slowly and then it would get, it would like snowball <laughs> really, really fast. See, I'm pretty You're, confident I could get, I could get support in doing it. Um, but it would it would erase everything else, all of the other hobbies that I want <laughs> to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've got a pretty big wish list right now, and uh, well, it's like if I, if I, I could run it if if I could run it on a Mac, I'd be golden. But because I yeah. have to get another computer to run it. Yeah. See, I play NASCAR Heat, and I've dabbled in like the old Halo games, and that like that scratches the itch for me. Yeah. Like, okay, that's the itch I have. iRacing looks ba, and I'd love to get into it, but. I don't, I, I can't do it, man. But I, I'd love to talk to Derek about it um, a little bit more and just kind of, you know, ask him what he's doing, how he's, you know, I have so many questions. Um, and some of it's probably about the more about the, you know, the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> that you have to ask. See, the thing but, for uh, me is like, I don't think I would even, I mean, I'm sure I'd buy the NASCAR stuff just because, but I really want it for. I want it for the short track stuff. I want it for the, the sprint cars. I want it for the off-road trucks. Like that's the thing is there's so many games within this game that like, yeah, that's I've, I've, I used to love playing off-road truck games and none of them were as good as what iRacing is. And I loved the, I've, I've always wanted to have a good short track, you know, late model racing game and they, that's it. And like, so I don't know. It's, it's so tempting, but, there's, like right now, I could do it. It'd totally be doable. But as soon as life goes back to normal, I don't have time for it. 
Right. I know. And it's a subscription. If you could just buy it and be done, then great. But you got to pay for it. So if you're paying for it constantly, you feel like you got to use it constantly or it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. So. <sighs> All right, James, if people want to talk to you about iRacing or anything else, how can they do that on social media? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find uh, the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash the super speedway. If you want more of the podcast, you can visit us at thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, links to old episodes. Our show notes are on there for all of our episodes. You can click on the links and, uh, and read the articles that we've discussed on the show. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Um, wherever you heard us today, we hope you subscribe. I still have ambitions of moving the podcast to where I want it to go, but I'm running out of time. So we'll see what happens guys. Uh, but anyway, you can get it on those three places for sure. And I will make sure to get it other places this year as well. Um, if you have another platform that you like, um, such as Spotify or something like that, we'll get it there. Um, if you want to help us out, become a part of the show, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash the super speedway. Uh, that's it guys. We'll be back in a couple weeks to talk, uh, talk Daytona, talk, uh, Bush clash, talk, uh, the, um, what the heck are the duels? They just announced the sponsor for the duels and I, oh I yeah, just call, just call them the duels. Yeah. Just the gonna, duels. I'm, I'm done with, it's the Gatorade twin one twenty fives, James. Yes. Or the <laughs> Budweiser duels for yeah. a while. Hey man, yeah. they're going to mean Gatorade. something this year. If, if only for two spots in the field or four spots in the field, whatever we fill with them now. Yeah. Um, it's going to matter at least for a few drivers. So, I'm so tired of sponsorship, different sponsorships. Uh, it's, a, it's the duels. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks to break it all down, preview the 2021 season and get right back into things until then, everybody it's time to go racing. <laughs>